Now, yesterday on the programme, we were talking about fishing being the ultimate in mindfulness, and Walter Phelan got in touch with us. Walter, good morning to you. Hello, dear. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Absolutely great. Yeah, not a bother. You, you do a bit of fishing? When I was a young man walking home from school, I bought a magazine called Rod and Gun. And in that magazine, there was an article about the great John Enright of Castle Connell, who at 19 years of age went to Wimbledon in England and won five competitions on fly casting. John's family also made fish and tackle. They ran a shop and a hotel in Castle Connell. But the man who wrote the article was a man called Daniel F. McCree. And he started the article to say there was nowhere in Ireland that he could research fishing. And that all was stuck in my head. So I started the Irish Fly Fishing Museum. Okay, so you have your own museum. Yes. Uh, the museum is in a place called Tatana, outside Doro, County Leash, on the Leash-Kikenny border. And what you'd find in the museum... If you came, you'd find 7,000 books on fishing. You'd find 400 fishing reels. There's about 100 fishing reels made in Ireland alone. You'd find all rods dating back from the 1800s. You'd find all fishing flies, all wallets, and all the, the items that fishermen use. Do you, did people think you were mad when you said you were going to set up a fishing museum? Ah, look, I got a leader grant, Rural Development, and I had to get get a letter from my local bank manager to say that I had funds to match it. Yeah. So I went into AIB, and I asked him for a letter, and he thought I was mad. And in fairness to the man... I said to him, will you call out and see what I've done already? So I said, I'll be out next week. And I said, that's no good. You'll have to come out today. Well, he says, I'll go this evening. And in fairness to him, he called out and he says, Walter, whatever you want, we'll give it to you. Wow. Well, that, that, that wasn't now today or yesterday because you'd be hard, hard pressed to find a bank manager who'd travel out to see you. When was that? That was about... 2000, I suppose, 1997, 98, yeah. Could you, could, you, could you give us a kind of a tour, a radio tour of your museum? So when we walk in the door, what are we going to see? OK, when you walk into the door, on the wall, there's a rod from Lizardell House. It was bought by a Scottish um, man and he donated the rod to me and it belonged to Sir Robert Gorebooth. And it's a salmon rod that was made in Dublin by Mallow and Nittensall. And it's about 22 foot long. But you can see where the rod has gone through changes over the years. Because when you're around for 160 or 70 years, they tried to modernise the rod over the years, so they changed it. So the changes are very obvious on the rod. Then there's a case of flight... uh, Salmon flies, salmon flies, and these are tied by Peter Donadora, who was a renowned 
a fly tire. Peter travels the world tying flies, goes out to Canada, and he used to run a class in the museum on showing people how to tie classic salmon flies. Oh, I believe it's a very relaxing pastime, though, as well. It's beautiful. The, the, the sound of the water, the sound of the water, and it gets your mind away from everyday things like. And one of the reasons I set up the museum was that if I could get more people back on the rivers, I'd have cleaner rivers. Because public opinion can change things. And if there was a lot more fishermen on the river, there'd be cleaner rivers. Simple as that. And do you, do you get out much yourself? The last few years, I inherited a piece of land, a small farm, 24 acres of land. And I want to put back this, I want to give this back to the environment, farming with the environment. So I'm working at that project at the moment. So fishing has been put on hold there for the last three or four years. Walter, I don't know how much you charge into your museum or if you, if you charge at all, but... You, I you, never we... charge anyone. I never charge anyone. People, people have the money to go to museums, right? Museums, not going to, museums is not going to pay for themselves. You, you have a museum because you want to do something in life. So I never charge anyone. Never charge anyone. So that means you must be you must have a job as well as I know you're saying you're doing a bit of farming for the for wildlife, but you must have something else you do as well to make a few bob. I was a joiner by trade and I worked in the joinery trade, but I'm getting old now and getting stiff, I suppose. So yeah, so I had to, I had to uh, do other things. Yeah, so sure. I worked as a joiner all my life. Yeah. And and where does where do the items come from? I mean, do people do people come know about you and come and donate items, or do you have to go rummaging around car boot sales, or how do you find the items? Well, when I started off first, I used to go to car boot sales, and then I got into auctions, and we have two very good local auction houses. We have Shepherd's Adora, and we have Mealy's Acoma, and I started to buy items, and then people would come in. And they tell me about an item. And I'd always tried to buy the item often because I didn't want to get into a scenario where you're holding something for somebody and maybe a generation later people come back and they say, well, look, we gave you that, we want it back. Wow. And how much time, like, is the museum open at weekends? Is it open by appointment? How do you, how do you get to it and how do you get into it? Um, most people now ring me when they come, right? I have my mobile number and we arrange a time and a place, right? Sometimes people are disappointed because when they're called, I'm away farming or I'm away working, like, so, um, the crowd I worked for was a, uh, Crush Joinery and they used to let me off for a half a day if I needed to be there, if I had a busload of people coming in, but mostly weekends. Yeah. I remember having one woman and a little boy. He was bad at the fish and she was going back and she came at 11 o'clock at night time. So, yeah, so that's the way it works. Wow. Well, there's so many, I mean, there's a huge international interest in fishing in Ireland. You know, obviously in Uchtarard and in May for the Mayfly Festival. 
Um, we can't get a you can't get a bed anywhere around Uchtarard and Galway to, to go fishing there. So there must be an interest. I wonder, do you get many people who are who are uh, visitors into the country uh, going to the museum? Oh, of course. Yeah, I had one guy from North Carolina, and he was so impressed with the team that when he went back to North Carolina, he set up his own uh, fishing museum. I had a guy from Italy lately that I had the director from the. I had the director from the Munich Hunting Museum over with me. And in 2011, we were nominated for an award, a rural Oscar, by the Countryside Alliance in England. So we went over to the House of Lords and we had a great few days. Yeah, so, yeah, so life is good. And, and, and people want to go and visit you and, and see the museum and have a chat with you, which I think is, it will be as important as going to the museum. How did they find out about it? No, uh, I'm 62 years of age, right? So the way I'd done things was phone calls, pen and paper, right? I'm not very good on the on the computer, like. So most people, if they really want to find me, they'll find me, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just looking at Google here. So the Irish Fly Fishing and Game Shooting Museum. And it's yes. on, it, you can find it on Google. Yeah. And your number yeah. is there. My number is there, and anybody that contacts me, I'll ring them back if I miss a call. So there's, there's, there's no issues. Are you still doing a bit of joinery? Uh, no. Uh, the last year now, I'm at this farming full time. I love it because for water quality, farming is very important. And farming had been, modern farming had been hard on our rivers, right? So. I'm trying to make I'm trying to put back a place where it's kinder to the river and kinder to the environment. Did that make sense? It does make sense. It does. Walter Phelan from the Irish Fly Fishing Museum. Thank you so much for joining us this morning. Really enjoyed talking to you. Text us on five one five five one. 